0: I see an animal skin. Thanks, Jack. Welcome back to Little Hops of Horse Podcast. I'm John, your host, as always. Uh, and I just want to take a second here to to thank everyone for your continued support. Uh, that does mean a lot to me. Um, getting some super cool feedback on on the analytics here of what's going on, and and this thing is continuing to grow. We're getting more and more followers every week, and um, <clears throat> you know the content's making its way around the world, quite literally. Uh, which is you know it's super cool. You know uh, it, it never stops being cool that this little hobby of mine is turning into, I don't know, more of a hobby. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm able to approach these movies that I would probably never watch. Um, maybe that I wouldn't watch, but they just wouldn't be at the top of my list or anything like that. And just seeking out some cool beers to to try while I'm on here and, and all that stuff. So again, thank you. Just uh, that's all. Just thank you. I uh, hope you guys are all doing well. Hope you had a good uh, start to your holiday season. If indeed that is part of your uh, your holiday rotation, I'm not sure how it is. Elsewhere, but here in the States, we uh, we just had Thanksgiving last weekend. Um, yeah, I hope that trip to fan uh, wore off and you guys are a little more awake. I know I am not, but what can you do? That's uh, that, that's what being a parent's all about, right? Uh, <laughs> sleep is a privilege, not a right. Uh, anyway, we are doing one cut of the dead uh, from 2017. It's a Japanese horror film, quote unquote. Um, and then 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, 76 uh, out of 10 on imdb and google users has it at 87 percent uh we gave this a nine out of ten um this i i pitched uh uh my list right because I, I have a list of things that that i you know i want to watch or you know and you never really know what exactly you, you know at least i don't i don't have like a system down uh but i try not to do like too much of the same style uh horror movie like too close together you know it's easy to do like 20 possession, you know, movies in a row, but, you know, we try not to do that. So we're getting towards the end of the year here. Uh, As you guys know, our awards, uh, and if you didn't know, we're having an awards uh, episode here right before the last episode of the year, which is when we're doing a Serbian film. Yes, that movie. Uh, We are going to do that with Austin from Frightmares. Uh, He is the only human being on the planet I know that has agreed to watch that movie uh, on purpose solely for the reason for us to break it down scene by scene. Um, So shout out to him. Also, I think uh, we're going to be doing a collab here again uh, on his podcast. Um, I'm not sure the movie yet, but I think that's happening relatively soon. I'm not sure when that drops either, but you guys will know when I know. Uh, So anyway, um, we're doing an an award show. We're going to do like kill of the year, uh, best movie of the year, best movie, you know, overall that we've seen so like there's going to be like a 2023 you know like new movie release our favorite of that and then like just the best movie because I've seen stuff from 2001 2010 you know what I mean so we're going to break all that stuff down have some fun favorite beers all that stuff I think that's the one that my wife's agreed to come on so we're not going to do any actual review of a movie there but just to shake it up give you something a little different here and uh, if you haven't um, you know, been following along the whole time or gone back into the archives and checked out some of the cringy earlier episodes. <laughs> uh, they're not that bad. So I've been told, uh, but you always, you always feel like you, you get better every episode or, you know, when you go to listen to those older ones, you're just like, Oh God, why did I say that? Or why do I sound like that? Whatever takes you a minutes, you know, get your rhythm and I'm still trying to find mine, but Hey, again, thank you guys for, for coming back <laughs> and giving me, you know, uh, more practice, so to speak. So one cut of the dead. Um, this was not on my radar at all, at all. I had seen the poster before um, and, it, and it looked like just like a low budget kind of gem. Uh, it just had that kind of feel to it. And and it, it, like I said, I mean, we, we already went over the ratings, you know, sitting at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's got to catch your attention right away. But then when you see Google users and like IMDb also rated pretty high. All right. It's worth checking out. Uh, and then we gave it a nine out of 10. This was a very original film. I thought... Um, basically, you know, it is, you know, it's in Japanese. Uh, so you gotta suffer through some subtitles. If it's not your thing, you know, I get it. Uh, it's very hard. I had to watch my, my son last night and, and trying to take notes and pay attention to a foreign film, uh, and watch my, you know, four month old, it was, it was a handful. So it took me three hours to watch this hour and a half movie. Um, but anyway, let's talk about the beers real quick that we're drinking, and then we'll uh, we'll jump into what we did and didn't like about this movie. So, beers we're drinking today. Um, we're doing a little horror-themed, so to speak. Uh, we're doing Galactic Ghost. Yeah, that's a real beer from Grist House right, uh, right out of Pittsburgh here. It's a hazy IPA, 5.9%, and it's uh, sitting at 3.99 on untapped. I tried to give it that extra vote to push it up to 4, but I wasn't enough, so that's up to you guys. Go out, get it, try it, rate it higher. Um, next brand, uh, next beer we're doing is, uh, Drecker. Uh, it's the berries brains. Uh, yeah. So it's like a zombie themed. They're like this weird Viking horror brewery thing out of, I think they're in like North Dakota. They're in like the middle of nowhere. Let's see if I can find out where the hell it's at on the can. Um, Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah. So there's like, you know, it's just this brewery. I think that's all that exists in North Dakota. I could be wrong. Um, Fairly certain that, and I think there was a TV show. Anyway, um, they do some crazy good fruited sours. They have a uh, national distro, I, I'm pretty sure, um, and they're worth getting. They're up there with the best of the best. I haven't even tried this beer yet, but there's a reason I got it. Um, and it's kind of fitting, you know, for uh, for a zombie episode. You know, anyway, that beer's sitting at 6.1%, and it's 4.31 on untapped. So, you know, again, we're bringing it with some beers. Uh, we got some cool stuff lined up for the end of the year. I did spend a little too much money on Black Friday for uh, for some Bourbon County and uh, and some other local releases, so we'll be sure to tie in at least one of those beers for our uh, either awards episode and probably the Serbian film, because Lord knows I'm going to need a fucking drink to get through that. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's take a sip of this beer. It's great. I mean, it's just, it's just your regular run-of-the-mill, hazy IPA, you know, Chris House puts out Anything but bad beer. Um yeah, I mean you're not disappointed with them. They're they're the OG, the Pittsburgh scene. Um I know that there are other ones that are older, but like grist house was the one that I remember being like the brewery that everybody went to um when all this start, you know, first started kind of becoming a thing. So and they're still holding their own. They're they're still a heavyweight in the area, no doubt about it. Um what do we like about this movie? It's a very clever movie. Um, it's very entertaining. But you have to stick with it, Uh, and and the ending is is very funny, Um, pretty much like the middle to the end. So like the first half is, I don't want to say it's hard to get through, but I didn't know what I was in store for. And honestly, I will tell you the same that like if you haven't seen this, I don't know if you're one of these uh, folks that likes to listen to podcasts on movies you haven't seen before to see if you like it. We try to push the spoilers off until I warn you that there are spoilers coming. Um, But you know, go into this as blind as you can, uh, because the, the trailer doesn't give anything away really. Um, which is cool. Cause I had no idea what I was in store for until I got to like minute 40. And then I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. This is where this is going. Super cool. And then I, I didn't even fully understand its greatness until, you know, the end. And I was literally laughing out loud. Um, it's very clever. It's very funny. It's very, very well done. Uh, The amount of planning and all that stuff that, uh, that had to go into, to pulling this off is, is really great. Um, The concept behind the movie is, you know, they're trying to do a 37 minute horror movie in one shot, right? And that's why the one cut of the dead. So, so many things can go wrong in scenes and uh, in movies and That's why that you know stop action all that other stuff. whatever they say I don't know I've never been in a movie uh but some people have and you you know feel free to 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 correct me and let me know what they do actually say um but to try to get it all done at once you know where you don't pause you don't you know kind of like we do this podcast. You know, we have to get it right at the first time. I don't have a script. I don't have anything. This is all ad lib, baby. Uh, I have some notes, but uh, maybe that's why we're not more successful yet. Is because I got to get my shit together. <laughs> anyway, what didn't we like about this movie? Um, maybe just that, like having the, like I said, the first thirty-seven minutes is a pretty. It, it's a B-rated horror, and you got to suffer through some B-rated horror stuff. And if that's not your cup of tea, you know, not not that you suffered, you know, you just you just got to go with it. And there are parts of it. that are just like, why, why is this happening here? And you're just waiting for it to pick back up or whatever, but you find out everything, uh, in the end, uh, just the way you're supposed to. Um, so we're right about 10 minutes now. Uh, Uh, this is about the time where I tell the people that haven't seen this yet, um, to tune in next week or jump back in at the 11 minute mark, um, to hear about the spoilers. So without further ado, I'm going to take another sip of beer, maybe two sips of beer. I'm being a naughty boy today. I need it though. This week is kicking my ass. and It's only Tuesday. Like what the fuck? I don't get it. you guys have like rough, weird days where it's just like, like it's Tuesday. It's not even like it's been a long week, but it feels like I've been working. And I had four days off for the holiday, you know, and just, it was not enough of a recharge. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know if that, that, that length of time exists. Um, wow. All right. Anyway, we're going to spoilers. So I got to figure out a drop for spoilers. I was fucking around with one on audacity. Is that the name of the app? It's some kind of like audio editing app. Um, and I butchered it, but I have a, a little bit of a time crunch here because my wife's coming back with my son. So this is my window to get it recorded. So I couldn't play around with it too long. Okay, that was a long-winded way of saying literally nothing. Uh, now, on to spoilers. <laughs> Forgive me. Anyway, uh, so the movie opens up. You know, you got a girl being cornered very slowly and dramatically by this, like, zombie. And, and you know, um, it's you can tell it's, like, a bad movie. Uh, and, you know, cut. The movie makers are revealed, which I think is pretty cool. The director has this, like, major meltdown. He's not happy with the actors. Like, get your shit together. You're not really acting. blah, blah. Blah. So they need to take a break. And I think she's the makeup artist. Uh, she goes upstairs and they're talking and they're bullshitting. Um, and there's a camera guy just following everybody around, right? So, you know, there's no, there's no scenes. Uh, it's just the camera's always on. And it's not the camera that they're f- using to film. Or is it? God damn it. I have to look. they use, okay. The only reason I'm confused is because the first part of the movie um, is the movie right, is the actual movie that is, that is shown. Uh, and then you get to the second half of the movie and they are recording. It's like inception. <laughs> there's like layers here. They're recording the recording of the the making of the movie. And then in the credits, they're filming the recording of the recording. Did I do that right? Yeah. So there's like three, um, and, and it's just crazy how, how well this is all put together. And I mean, obviously this is somebody that's been in the industry for a long time to be able to pull this off and know exactly what to film, how to film. Like it, it's brilliant. And it probably doesn't get uh, the credit or at least the notoriety that it deserves because it was just such a fun movie. Um, like I said, the first half is kind of like, you know, forgettable in a sense, but I think it's worth a rewatch honestly, because so much stuff happens and you kind of pass over it the first time because it's just B rated dialogue there. There's filler, there's all this stuff, but then you find out later in the movie why there is all of this, like laps and action and all this other stuff. And it's actually, it's so fantastic. Um, But they, you know, the cast and crew quote unquote is talking about how, you know, creepy that the warehouse is that they're in. And of course it was, you know, uh, for human experimentation in world war two, for zombies well surprise you know just like every other b-rated horror movie but um what you're led to believe is that the camera guy is uh you know he's attacked uh by an actual zombie <laughs> and his arm gets ripped off and uh it gets tossed into everybody and they think it's fake and all that stuff and then they realize that it's real when the camera guy stumbles in and dies and they still think it's a prank until they realize that he's actually dead and they <laughs> um you know, he wakes up, they kick him outside. Now everybody's panicking. You know, there's all this shit going on. Director comes running in and he starts shooting his camera and he, he's fantastic. This entire movie, the best part of him is he just comes in. I was trying to find a drop, but I couldn't, he keeps coming. And he's just like action, action. <laughs> but he's like out of, out of like screen, uh, off the screen, out of scene. All of those things, uh, the entire time, and he just comes running in randomly, and he's just like, "Action!" <laughs> there's one scene later on where, uh, like, the crew and, and everybody they're still trying to figure out what's going on because you think what's happening is that there's a real zombie outbreak, right? And that's not that's not what's happening. Um, you you think that there's like a real zombie thing going, and that the director's just like, "Fuck it, there's a zombie outbreak. I'm gonna film this and make some money. Let's go." And he grabs a, a zombie, like a, like a newly dead zombie opens the door and he like throws the zombie in at his cast members and everything. And he's like, action. <laughs> and he's like filming all this stuff. And it's just, it's very fun. It's very fun. Uh, but uh, the one woman, she grabs an ax and, you know, she beheads him and, and all that stuff. And at the very least, like I said, it the dialogue gets a little like boring and whatever, but you, you do find out later in the movie why. Um, so my early notes are, are a little more critical than they need to be, but you know, uh, but anyway, they get away from the director, you know, they try to run to the van, very cliche, go figure, there's no keys and everything. And then, um, the director keeps coming up again. He's just saying action. And then, you know, there's another zombie rips the girl and there's like a chase scene and, uh, the camera guy falls over And and it's, it's all this stuff. <laughs> It's just, it's so erratic and, and low budget. And, and it just reminds you of some of these, like, I don't want to say like parts of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, they're, they're, you know, but obviously it's not a zombie, uh, cause it's Leatherface, but it, it's some of it's, it's some of that feel like where some of it isn't great. Uh, and, and I, I get how iconic that movie is and, and, and all that stuff, but let's be honest. If you go to watch it again today, he's a great character. Leatherface is is legendary. See, I didn't use the word. Um, he's legendary in the horror community. He's fantastic. He's great for the genre. Uh, but the movie itself is just, it's, you know, he did it before Rob Zombie, but it's Rob Zombie-esque, right? It's just too much sometimes. Uh, a little off topic here. But anyway, so there's just a lot of like, it's a little messy. there's a lot of you know running around and all that stuff um there's a lot of like unnecessary literally running, and the final showdown happens uh, on the roof and um let's see where the hell let me grab my beer here um so the lead actress uh apparently thinks she's like she's been bitten um and the makeup artist she doesn't want anything to do with that, so she grabs an axe and like goes to kill her just to, you know, get her get rid of her just in case so the chase scene happens they go to the roof um and <laughs> the lead guy off camera kills the the makeup artist lady you don't see this because they focus on the lead actress for like so many minutes like 5 minutes of her just like screaming and you don't know why you're like this is really dragging on it's really really dragging on um but you do find out later in the movie exactly why so You know, there's a lot of erratic camera work and then it kind of comes full circle where the movie they were trying to film uh, happens in the end where the lead guy is now like a zombie. He's coming after the lead girl uh, in the same dramatic way they were supposed to in the actual movie. And the director's like egging him on and everything. And she ends up just chopping his head off and that's it. And the director's like, that wasn't good enough. You could have done way better. So she chases She chases him uh, and kills him. And they do like the final, the final scene. That's the reveal. You know, it's one cut of the dead. All the, the credits roll and all that stuff. And that's where the movie starts. That's the title scene. And there's only one other movie that I can think of recently. It's called Fresh, where you wait that long for the title scene. And you've already seen, this is the 37 minutes that everybody talks about. This is it. You see it raw. It's on, you know, I mean, there's some spots where you could see that maybe they, they could cut if they did, but if they didn't, you can see why that's believable. Um, but that's it. There's, there's your 37 minutes of just unedited, raw, bad B rated zombie film, you know? And so now I need a beer. That's not what you thought I was going to say, huh? <laughs> what do you say we finish this, um, Brist house, I take the price tag off of my Drecker beer so I can open it and then we can have that pro tip for all of you, uh, smoothie sour fans out there. If you buy cans, um, I'm sure if you'd go to drink it or pour it out, you notice how like some people roll it. Uh, if you don't roll it, whatever, uh, the fruit kind of settles to the bottom of the can um, something I've been doing for a long time, store your cans upside down. That's it. There was some guy that used to get made fun of in like the Pittsburgh beer groups. Cause that's what he did made, uh, everyone say that, you know, well, he said that it, it made his beer fresher or whatever and everyone made fun of him. but actually for fruited beers, it works. It makes sense. Cause you don't have to mix it as much. Oh God. Oh God. I lost my voice. Did you hear that? What the hell was that? Give me one second. Let me pour this beer and clear my throat and we'll be right back and we're back and this beer is beautiful uh super dark berry colors i'm colorblind so i'm guessing it's like red or purple um i'm not fully colorblind i just can't tell shades so yeah it's some kind of purple red thing uh but it's lights out it tastes like naked juice you know it just tastes like a smoothie doesn't taste like beer at all um damn these are good Ooh, that's going to go on the list for maybe best beer of the year. What teaser? Um, so back to the movie. The director's approach by, you know, like a TV channel, I guess. This is where my kid was like kind of fussing and I was trying to feed him. And again, you can't multitask too much when you have to read subtitles the whole time. And you can't always just like pause the remote or, you pause the remote, but like grab the remote to pause and do all this other shit. And, um, I think that's my wife. Okay. No, we're good. She said she's leaving in a few, we're going to be done before she leaves. So that's awesome. Um, so some minor details might've slipped through the cracks. Uh, but anyway, you know, he gets the gig and he wants to do this and he takes it. Um, you know, he takes on this, this challenge of doing a, a one cut 37 minute horror movie and they're going to pitch it to people and all that stuff. And, oh man, I forgot to download a fucking, I was going to do a round of applause drop. I forgot to do that. Oh, that would have been great. Now we'll save it for the awards episode. I promise I have one there. Um, but this is all this, this now takes place. Like the timeline jumps to like a month before all of this. Um, and you find out that the director, uh, who's in the actual movie, uh, and his wife are both actually acting in the movie. They weren't supposed to, because they had some dropouts, like last minute and all that stuff. But you can see that like, for some reason, the dad and, and his daughter, they're having like a hard time connecting and all this other stuff. But uh, the daughter has a crush on one of the guys that uh, dad's considering for his film. So, of course, he gets the job. Go figure. Um, but this was really cool. This is a little peek behind the curtain here. What what goes on? And that's probably what I appreciate the most about this movie is because I don't know what goes on on sets or anything like that or the whole process behind casting or writing or anything like that. Um And so this movie was literally just about putting this all together, like kind of start to finish. Now, obviously it's, you know, trimmed up and probably Hollywooded up and whatnot. Um, even though it's from Japan, but you know, they're going through the, the casting they're doing, you know, kind of they're, they're running through the scenes and, and, uh, the the script and all that stuff. And they're going through like real life, you know, like actions that will be happening and all that stuff. And the camera person is like, also partaking in all this stuff and you know they're they're very you know they're they're just kind of getting like the rhythm down because they're trying to do this in one take you can't stop (laughs) so you guys all had to be on the same page which was pretty cool um it's a big task i couldn't imagine trying to do that but you know it's it's showtime. Um, it's finally the day of the show. We're moving through this a little fast, but the movie doesn't really, you know, it doesn't wait around. There's not a lot of details here. Like once you get what's happening, it's just kind of like, yeah, you get it. We don't have to explain it. Here we go to the movie. Um, so mom and dad are both cast in the movie now because something happened. There's like an accident or somebody can't make it or whatever. So mom's the makeup artist. Uh, you also find out that she was previously an actress. Um, she retired because she was, she would get too involved in her character or whatever. And, um, you know, some like Heath Ledger Joker shit where they really, really, really get into character. And that's what happens later in the movie. And it's actually really funny how they deal with her. Ah, This beer is fan fucking tastic. Um, so, dad decides to play the director. This is going on and everybody's like getting ready. And the there's so a bald dude Now, forgive me for not knowing the names. And even if I did write the names down, I'd butcher the fuck out of them because they're all foreign. And, and I'm just a little chubby white dude that lives in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And, um, let's just say I'm not, I'm not cultured <laughs> in being able to pronounce certain words or, uh, or names from other cultures. So I, I don't even try. Uh, so, bald dude's tummy starts rumbling. He's not having a good time. Um, the other guy's an alcoholic, which you find out and he ends up crushing a fucking, you know, whole bottle of like sake or wine or something like that. So, but they, they kind of start foreshadowing that something's going to happen. And, um, yeah, there's my little note saying this would be fun. No mistakes, everything live. You got to roll with it. And that's what we do here. And, you know, I, I, some people have approached me like other podcast hosts or whatever. And they're like, you're fucking crazy. This so you don't edit. I said, no, no, because I I like, I like real, you know, in, and, and polished is, is cool. You know, in, um, Austin's podcast over at Frightmares really comes to, to mind because he does such a great job. He's so prepared. Um, and I feel like a total fucking amateur <laughs> when, when, uh, I put mine. Not up against him, but when I listen to his and all the, you know, the 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 stats and the details and all this stuff and his timing and all that shit that he has on his. And I'm over here like, uh, what's what note did I write down? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I've been told there's a charm to mine. So maybe that's what keeps you guys coming back. Or in hopes that one day I will actually get good at this. Uh, but don't hold your breath. So let me take a sip of beer and we'll finish this movie off, huh? Oh, this is gonna be. I'm gonna drink this all in like two seconds. Wow, it's not sour. This Drecker beer, they're not like sour, like mouth pucker sour. It's literally like you're drinking one of those naked juices, like a smoothie or something. Um, they're just so easy to drink. They're probably fucking terrible for you, uh, like high calories and stuff. But my god, is it delicious? I feel like most things that are really tasty are are bad for you, uh, because vegetables taste like ass and they're good for you, but like, I don't know, Alfredo sauce is really delicious, but also bad for you, so you, you get my point, Um, I always said that if broccoli t- <laughs> tasted like Doritos, I'd be so fucking healthy, <laughs> but uh, they don't, Uh so I'm not, and anyway, so we got the, you know, things started happening, the movie's underway, uh, and Dad goes off script pretty much immediately and he starts improvising and everybody's like, uh, what the fuck's going on? And the first zombie is released, right? And he's like supposed to be somewhere, but he's not at his queue because he's fucking hammered. So dad's trying to get him back to life and all this other stuff. And they're like trying to buy time, right? This is like the part where there's that awkward silence going on. And now you know why it's because the guy that was supposed to be there's fucking passed out in the field. Like this is where the humor really kicks in. Um, it's so fantastic. So he, you know, dad gets him up and everything and the camera guy comes out and he gets vomited on and he's like, what the fuck was that? liquid? what the hell? And they're, they're filming the whole time. You know, he's like super pissed about it and all that stuff. And that's where like the arm comes in and all that and in the real time improv and the chaos and, and all that stuff that's happening. And, and everybody is literally running around trying to keep this thing going. Like, just imagine like you're, there's like an earthquake in a china shop and everything's like slowly rattling to the edge of like a table and you're the only person there and you just get there in the nick of time every single time from something falling but like the second you save one you notice another one that's what happens for this crew this cast and crew for 37 minutes straight they're all just trying to keep everything together and Unbenounced. Oh man. I was on the, Oh, I was wondering if I should even try that word, but I did. And I didn't fuck it up. At least I don't think I did. If I did, you can tell me, uh, in the comments, jump on the, uh, jump on the Facebook pages, jump on the Instagram pages, jump on whatever pages and just tell me, email me. I don't care. Yeah. Nobody knows that, that all this chaos is happening. Uh, you know, behind the scenes, uh, it, it looks like everything's going off without a hitch. Uh, but boy, it couldn't be further from the truth <laughs> the, the main zombie dude is just drunk and passed out the entire time so like the director has to keep picking him up and like you know moving him around and all that stuff it's it's so it's so funny there's a scene where like the bald guy is supposed to be he's supposed to do something and he misses his cue because he has to shit. So he's literally outside and you just hear like fart noises and he's just like, I'm so sorry. And there's just fart noises going on <laughs> and he's just trying to keep it together. And they're trying to rewrite the script in real time uh, to keep him, you know, like to keep everything together. Like, well, let's just reintroduce him as a zombie. And he does come back. That's the one that, uh, that the director like throws into, you know, them like, action. God, I wish I had that drop. It was so funny. Every time he said it, I was, that's my favorite part of the whole movie. I'm actually going to buy, I think one of their t-shirts because they look awesome. And I feel like it's like one of those shirts that you would wear and nobody would fucking know, but every once in a while, like every 10th wear, you'd be at like a mall or a bar and somebody be like, Hey man, cool shirt. And that's worth it. That's worth 30 bucks, whatever you pay for that. Uh, the shirts were really cool. So anyway, um, it's just basically this chaos. Um, Going on throughout the entire movie, um, and little funny scenes. It it you know it's not worth going into every specific scene and you know going to every callback because the whole movie is basically a callback. Um, but there is a scene uh, that I will tell you after I finish this beer, where, as we mentioned, the uh, the act the her okay <laughs> regroup here the director's wife who was previously an actress. There we go. Um, she starts, like, kind of really laying into her role, like, uh, you know, her daughter had mentioned. And this is, you know, when the lead girl thinks that she was bitten, and she grabs the axe, like, she's literally going nuts. And everybody's like, oh, God, it's actually happening. They have to go. And so they start chasing her. She goes full, like, John Wick in the back, Um You know, she's like, she kicks the director. She kicks all like like these people. She's like trying to like actually axe this fucking poor lead girl and she's running and all this stuff and following. It's fucking great. The chaos that you, if you just like, you have to just watch this movie. If you haven't watched this movie, just the scenes that they, you know, everything that they can get into one shot where there's like the director's on the ground and he's, you know, a whole woozy. He's got kicked in the nuts or kicked in the head or whatever the hell it is. And you see the actress, Acting and the camera woman's following her because the other guy like threw his back out. So there's that weird scene of like the, <laughs> the camera guy just like on the ground and nobody knows what's going on. The camera's just filming nothing and it takes everybody like five minutes to realize like I just I should just get the camera and then it does and then she ends up tripping and falling and it's fucking great. This whole movie is just so funny because they just keep rolling with the punches. They just yep nope. This is what this was supposed to happen. This is exactly what we wanted. So we get to the. Like the last, you know, I guess climax. Um, the actress has the axe and she's like going to like axe this poor woman, uh, and the husband comes up behind her, puts in her chokehold, and the camera woman's just focusing on the lead girl and she's just screaming. And this is that scene where there, there's just it's it's screaming. She's just crying for for like five minutes. And that's because the the director's trying to like <laughs> choke his wife out, then get the the makeup people to like fix the axe to her head and all this stuff and just keep everything going so like and then like they're rewriting the script in real time uh, and then have like the other actor come up and it's just oh man it's so funny it's it's a very clever it's a very well done film you just watch all the chaos that's going on in the background and i know that i keep calling to that but it's just it's so funny like they they call back and say, Hey, you know, the final girl is supposed to have an ax. So they like run down and like (laughs) improvise a scene where like somebody just stands there with a sign saying like, just scream and grab the ax that we placed outside. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and she does. And you know, she's like, wow, cool. An ax. It's so great. But the ending is just, you know, everything comes together full circle uh, at, I'm gonna have to rewatch it. I think I think it, it probably gets better every time you watch it because there's just so many little details that you know you you wouldn't pick up on the first time you're watching, it, especially when you were screaming, four month old in your hands. Um, but this was such a fun movie. It, w- it was lighthearted. It was hilarious. I wouldn't consider it really a horror movie, even though there are plenty of horror elements. Uh, I mean, it okay. I guess like body parts flying around and 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 all that stuff and like zombies biting people, but it wasn't like an over the top. You know what I mean? So. Uh, yeah, like I said, nine out of 10, this was fun. Um, I wonder, you know, how many times did they have to shoot this movie? How many cameras, uh, it just looked like a lot of fun to do. And it was a really original, original movie. Uh, and if you haven't watched through the credits, um, I suggest it because it shows, it shows them like making it in real time. Uh, and it does show like Somebody did trip and fall and they, they, they had to get picked up by a zombie and all that stuff. And like, it wasn't supposed to happen, but it it did happen. And they just, they just went with it, you know, and, and I love when stuff like that happens, uh, that a lot of the improvised, you know, scene, like famous scenes from movies that, that, you know, weren't supposed to be, you know, uh, a part of the movie. They weren't in the script. Uh, there's that scene from the dark Knight where, you know, Heath Ledger's walking away from the hospital and it's supposed to blow up and he's sitting there, you know, as the Joker and he's like pushing the button and nothing's happening. And he turns around and then, you know, eventually it does, it goes off and he stays in character the whole time. Um, that wasn't supposed to happen. It was supposed to go off immediately, but the Joker just stayed in character and, you know, of course things might not go quite, you know, the plan for him. And, and he just like, eh, whatever, we'll deal with it. And then it does. Um, but yeah, ultimately this movie was, was a lot of fun and in a great way to, you know, kind of start rounding out the year. We only have a few, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, movies left that we're going to do. Um, I'll actually give you guys a schedule now if you're interested. Uh, let's see, recording schedule. Uh, so we're going to do the possession of Michael King next week. Uh, Krampus the week after that. So that's, that'll be the week before like Christmas weekend, um, or Boxing Day, uh, for you folks in the UK, uh, come on you Gunners, huh, big Arsenal fan here, hopefully I didn't deter anybody here, but if, uh, if you are a fan of any other club over there, feel free to, uh, shit talk me in the comments, so, (laughs) um, but the week of Christmas, weekend of Christmas, uh, 1222 is our awards episode, so we will be doing that one, um, at some point that week, and then the week after to end the year 2023, and a big thank you for everybody, uh, if you dare, uh, we're going to do a Serbian film. So, if you don't want to watch that movie, I totally understand. Uh, so, consider the awards episode our final episode of the year, um, and then we'll round up. We're not missing any weeks, uh, hopefully. You know, we're I, I'm not I'm not planning on it. Um, we're going to roll right in with with some other stuff in in 2024. So, I have until March planned with uh, you know what we're doing. So, hopefully nothing changes. I don't know of any crazy releases that are happening that would deter us, but, uh, regardless, this is fun. Thank you guys again, um, for tuning in. We'll see you next week for the possession of Michael King found footage possession movie. I do believe, uh, shit on by the critics by loved but loved by people that watch it. So, um, yeah. All right. Until then, stay safe out there guys. Uh, we will see you next Friday and until then cheers.